Good day to you, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 2 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men re-watch and review every episode of The Simpsons from the start. The person about to speak is called Tim Tucker. The person who just spoke there, that was Andrew Lowe. <laughs> well done. Yeah. And today, we've reached Season 5, Episode 15 of The Simpsons, mm. which is called Deep Space Homer. Mm. So... Here we are in April, Tim. I think we've broken a record of the largest gap between episode (laughs) one of a new season and episode two of a new season. Yeah. We last put out an episode on January the 19th, Tim, which at the time of recording is 79 days ago. (laughs) What the fuck? So, So my first question, what's your excuse? Yeah, like I said, that must be a record because, you know, especially between the first episode, which should be filled with intent yeah. and commitment, shouldn't it? You know, when you start a new season. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my excuse is is varied. Yeah. Work, COVID, work, COVID. That's it. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. My excuse is that I've hurt my leg. Oh, right. <laughs> is it badly hurt? I mean... Well, it's a, a torn gastrocnemius muscle in my left calf, yeah. if you must know. Right. And... Um, yeah. I'm currently trying to make that better by uh, not doing very much, basically. But yeah, but to be you o- could have done a podcast. Yeah, to, so, to be honest, I mean, we've just both been busy with paid work, and yeah. um, as Homer's brain tells him, money can be exchanged for goods and services. So, <laughs> food, heat, yeah. light, all of which are um, in the UK are currently uh, increasing, yeah. increasingly expensive. So that's yeah. it. We can't. I mean, that's the, the excuse. Let's move on. Yeah, and rather than do. News of the current day, which is so hideously depressing, and there's so much to catch up. Yeah, I thought I'd have a little dip back into when this episode was screened in February 1994. Mm. A few things that were happening then: the um, South African cricket fast bowler Fanny de Villiers uh, barely survived 197 minutes for 30 on the last day of the Test against Australia. I remember it well, actually. Yeah. Uh, Whitney Houston, who I love, and 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 so does the the protagonist of American Psycho. <laughs> you uh, Bateman, yeah. <laughs> uh, she won an American Music Award that month, right? And my favourite news item was that uh, uh, Jack Nicholson took a golf club to a car. He smashed up a car with a golf club. Which um, was that part of a film, or just because he was annoyed with the owner of the car? It doesn't say on the on the on the specific website I'm looking at. if it was part of a film, it wouldn't be so interesting, would it? No, that's true. It's just a scene in a film. <laughs> You're mistaking Jack Nicholson for a character. We've talked about that <laughs> fantasy reality, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. No. That's a good little um, snapshot of life <laughs> 28 years ago. Yes, that's right. Uh, but it was just loads... Things were just better, weren't they, 28 years ago? They were. I, the the good old days. The music, yeah. the fashion, everything. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was great. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I genuinely mean that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so, I mean, the, the other thing about this, this break we've had is that I, listen, I actually listened back to episode one. Oh, God. Um, the one we did on Lisa mm. versus Malibu Stacey. Uh, and it was abysmal, Tim. <laughs> I have to say, yeah, it was post-Christmas. Post-Christmas lethargy, I suppose. But yeah. I was like rambling on about Boris Johnson... Mm. Like you were sort of politely laughing at my sort of fatuous insights into Downing Street parties. <laughs> Seriously, it's appalling. I mean, uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, don't bother. Right. Just carry on. Just keep from here. Yeah. Don't listen to it. Okay. It's embarrassing. All right. But um, we'll let's start again. Let's go. Let's not get bogged down. Let's raise the game. In what we've been doing yeah. for the last 79 days. <laughs> um, it's a fresh start. We're going to be better. Yeah. We've got a great episode, haven't we? 
We've got um, yeah. Deep Space Homer, which is a classic. Um, I mean, I've no idea what you're going to give it at the end, yeah. but let's, let's walk through it. It was season five, episode 15, mm. directed by Carlos Beza, yeah. written by David Merkin. Yeah, and opens wonderfully in the power plant, doesn't it? <laughs> With Smithers over the tannoy saying, attention all workers, trudge immediately to the main yard. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> immediately, like, Great line. what, sort of five <laughs> words in, beautifully writing, <laughs> trudge, the, the, the correct word. Yeah. <laughs> just beautifully written. I wonder how many sort of po- how many drafts they went through before they got to trudge. Uh, so yeah, so and they they do sort of look really miserable. And it's the mandatory yeah. employee of the week awards. Yes, so you you have to go. You have to go. Yeah, um, there's nothing worse so, than that you're obliged to do things like that. It just right. takes the joy out of it. <laughs> they all, and they have to go through a scanner. I'm not sure why, but. Um, yeah, it reveals yeah. various various members of the staff have got weapons. Yeah, uh, there's a couple of kids dressed as an adult, but Homer's sort of in a suitably simian kind of pose, isn't it? I don't even uh, know what they're looking him. for because they let the easy go through. They let, don't they? They let. Yeah, they don't really <laughs> stop anyone. They, um, no. <laughs> I just wonder what their what their level is. Well, <laughs> like someone's carrying a rocket launcher, they get stopped. <laughs> it's just I think they're just mildly interested in what yeah. weapons people are carrying yeah I just think Burns but, is watching uh, it Burns is watching that that's his latest level he's sick of spying on his employees he wants to see it internally <laughs> what's going on yeah <laughs> but we, we learn that everyone has one of these awards except for and then there's a great pause and Beautiful, Homer yeah. arrives yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> he just turns off <laughs> Uh, but he's he's super chuffed because he's like, well, it, it must yeah. go to me because according to the rules here, everyone must get it eventually. So, and he's not at all like cowed by that, is he? He's quite happy to win it that way, isn't he? See, what's what's amazing about this is, as funny as it is on lots of levels, this is actually structurally really important. It's beautifully done. The structure of the episode is really yeah. crucial. What happens here, and the way that they the way that they mm. wind it up later, isn't it? But yeah. yeah. But uh, but and it's a slight foreshadow because later on in the episode he says default the two greatest words in the English language. Oh God, it? yeah, yeah. It's the first default he gets, which is this one, which, yeah. which he do- actually doesn't get because um, we get we get Smithers saying, uh, "Please can I have a, an awed hush for Mister Birds." <laughs> it's quite hard to deal with an awed hush. <laughs> <laughs> sort of just on demand. I love the way that Smithers <laughs> always cues up everything for for Burns, so that Burns has a perfect life of believing that that everyone's yeah, yeah. the hush is real. You know, yeah, that's sort of ultimately almost like his function, isn't it? To sort of shield Mister Burns from the reality yeah. of his sort of his venality, his world. His, that's right. His evil, yeah. um, and then obviously we get. I know one of your favourites is the Jade Monkey speech that yes. he gives. Yeah, love where that. he's obviously got something going on. Um, <laughs> in the background, some some kind of like fiendish scheme. Yeah. But here, here we see him appear, and he says, <laughs> he says, compadres, uh, it's imperative that we cross the freedom fighters before the start of the rainy season, and remember a shiny new donkey for whoever brings me the head of Colonel Montoya. Yeah. Uh, at which point Smithers has to sort of steer him back on course yeah. with a with a whisper. <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, I sort that. of reminding him that it's the it's the worker of the week award. <laughs> like, what is going on internally? He, what is going on in his head? He's got some other operation in South America, it seems, isn't it? That, yeah, almost. I know it's a fantasy that he's sort of the head of some kind of banana republic. Yeah, uh, where he's yeah some kind of dictator. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> like he, I think he would be well suited to that, wouldn't he? He would. Yeah, exactly. And uh, to cross the rebels and yeah, but he, he has to sort of pivot. Yeah. Quickly, and yes. as as we get the sort of slight bit of tension, mm. he asks for a round of applause for an inanimate carbon rod. 
yeah. <laughs> that that is one employee. <laughs> <laughs> Again, great writing it. They don't just say this carbon rod. Yeah. That'll be funny, but inanimate carbon rod is brilliant. It makes it even funnier. It's genius. By emphasising the fact that it is a non-sentient winner of the award. Yes. <laughs> they, they've gone to something non-sentient rather than give it to Homer. Yeah, that's right. He hasn't, he hasn't even got it by default there. And, yeah. and there's a nice little gag, isn't there, where he says, I'll show you inanimate, and, and then stands stand there, still yeah. pointing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is again a great bit of writing. So yeah, we see him back at home, don't we, kind of stewing on this. Um says it's just a popularity contest. He's trying to kind of, he's trying to kind of reason it away. Stupid carbon rod. Yeah, did you actually get to meet the carbon rod, says Bart? Yeah, uh, so Bart's quite <laughs> impressed by it. Oh, he's taking the piss, isn't he? Just suggesting that he's in awe of the rod. Yeah. But then uh and then he yeah. draws insert brain here on Homer's head, leading to Leading to one of the most um, prolific gifts mm. of uh, our generation, actually, isn't it? This uh, Homer going in a circle trying to see the back of his head. Yeah, it's like a dog chasing its tail, isn't it? He, he doesn't have the reasoning power <laughs> to just put a mirror behind him. And it, there's an embarrassing sort of... Uh, they laugh at him at first, and then there's a slight sort of d- concern. <laughs> He's actually yeah, dangerously it. stupid. So, But we have everything seeded now, don't we, basically? This is what's the joy of it. Yeah. Uh, every second is funny. Yeah, it's brilliantly conceived, but yeah. we now have the inanimate carbon rod is seeded, yeah. and the yeah. uh, the fact that he's not respected. So it's all about he, he wants to be respected. That's what this episode is about, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliantly done. And then um, <laughs> one of my favourite little clips is is this next bit where he sits down on the couch, goes, "Well, at least TV respects me." And he, he turns it on, and there's this genius guy <laughs> pointing at him, going, "You stupid!" Just going, "You stupid!" Just laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to know what that show is. Do you? What? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the voice. It's like the sort of um, masochist TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just brilliant timing. But uh, I just love that guy's voice. He's just really, really, uh, yeah, genius. But he t- he, so he turns over, and there's the space mission, um, mm. which is clearly dull, isn't it? It's got to the point now, space missions by 1994, where they're just pointless, and they're sending one up there to test gravity on tiny screws. Which uh, yeah. is another little foreshadowing because, uh, as we know, the ants are on board for that reason. But anyway, um, yeah. Well, I think this is a really good critique, isn't it, of American yeah. you know cu- culture? Is that it's about ratings, it's about popularity, um, and I presume yeah. you know in tandem with ratings comes advertising dollars and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It's a little comment on how the majesty of space exploration and yeah. is um, become commercialized. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I mean, they, they start, they introduce the astronaut to a, a mathematician, another kind of mathematician, <laughs> and a statistician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Homer's frantically trying to turn it over. That, that's his response. <laughs> turn the yeah. channel. Um, and the batteries are falling out and pull, the bolt has to pull the plug. Yeah. In. Yeah. So um, we cut to NASA going, we're, we're in danger of losing, losing funding because people are turning over. Yeah. What I like here is the guy, the NASA guy says um, the Nielsen ratings are the lowest ever. We've been beaten by a Connie Chung Christmas, I'm, Tim. I'm furiously Googling it now. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you know what it is? Um, well, I'll tell you. Connie Chung, as far as I can work out, I'm sure the American listeners will be take issue with this, but as far as I can work out, she almost seems to be like a sort of proto-opera oh, where yeah. she, was a new, but she was a news anchor who, it seems to me, was quite sort of soft, a soft interviewer. Yeah. Sort of Barbara Walters style. Right. Uh, who went on to do like a sort of variety type show, which was panned. 
okay. as being like a terrible idea. But I do want to see it. <laughs> the idea of a news anchor trying to do a sort of frivolous variety show, which is awful. Yeah, it does sound quite entertaining. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. No, no. It's. Um, I thought I would catch everything in this, but because there's a couple of more references I don't get in this next bit where they're saying, well, uh, you know, yeah. We, we need sort of a gimmick, don't they? Well, let, let's have a look. I love the way the guy goes, uh, let's have a look at the most popular personalities on television or air quotes TV. <laughs> TV, yeah, like they're so out of touch. <laughs> well, he says the public see astronauts as clean-cut athletic go-getters and they hate people like that. Yes, they hate um, people like that. So they don't hate people like that, do they? <laughs> no. They just... Um, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> no. It's a little bit of a blunt... Assessment. That's right. It's almost he just they just um, they can't relate to them. It's a bit of a leap. Can't relate to them. Yeah, yeah. So he thinks. So let's have a let's find out by watching TV what what popular personalities there are. And and so there's these two shows that I have no idea what they are. Do you? Home Improvement, isn't it? One of them. Right. That's where he backs over the fence. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about it, but I would assume it's just a little bit neighbourly sort of uh, rivalry. Mm-hmm. That's all I get from it. I don't think you need to know, do you? No. And the other one's a sitcom where a woman says, let's have sex, and he says no, and then flushes a toilet that's, that's sat next yeah, to him. Which... That's married with children, isn't it? Is it? Okay, thank you. Yeah. And they realise that, that the popular personalities are basically blue-collar slobs, as they call them. So uh, they decide to go on a, a lengthy, inefficient search for blue-collar ser- slobs at <laughs> the taxpayer's expense. But luckily... At this very moment, Homer rings up to complain about mm. NASA being boring, doesn't I he? I love this, because him saying, how did you get this number, is a good running gag, because yeah. he says, I'm sick of your space launches, What I, I know what I like on TV, yeah. uh, and they just go, how did you get this number? <laughs> he says, shut up. <laughs> how did he get the number? Yeah. It's a good question. They sort of track him, don't they? They track him to Moe's, yeah. where he's ringing up Bill Clinton, because uh, he's also... He wants to find out about the snack machine or something. He says, how come I can't get any tang? Yeah. Which is apparently like a really sort of obscure yeah. sort of soda type uh, fizzy drink. And um, right. I think it was it was um, related to you know, the space program or astronauts. Some sort of Buzz Aldrin was involved with it, maybe advertising it. So they've dropped ah. that in as a little reference to an obscure drink. Love they? it. Oh, well, while we're on obscure references, I think one of the, the staff of NASA is one of the nerds in Homer Goes to College. Did you spot that? Oh, the, yeah. The guy yeah. with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's the uh, the same character. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't speak, but, um, but anyway, I thought that was yeah, quite good. Yeah, it's a good link. So they, they, track, they track him down at Moe's, don't they? Don't know how they fuck it, and they probably <laughs> trace the call, I guess. But that's another little meta thing, isn't it? Them saying, how did you get this number? And him going, shut up. Um, yeah. is a is a way of shutting that down, isn't it? Because it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense that he would call them at that point. They've just got to basically get the NASA guys to be aware yeah. of Homer. So in this, as the writer, you would go, how are we going to do this? Let's just have him call NASA and complain about the space launches being boring. Hang on, but how did he get That's the number? Right. Make that a part of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact they pull up in a car with NASA written down the side, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and, there's a, and they even do this slickly, don't they? Because they, cause they ask him, he's on the phone to Clinton at the time, and they ask him, he says, no, it wasn't me, it was, it was him, Barney. And they yeah, say, lovely, yeah. brilliantly say to Barney, how would you like to get as high as you've ever been? Which is a brilliant setup for a, yes. for a Barney gag, isn't yeah. it? But he just gets it straight away and goes, what, be an astronaut? Be an astronaut, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great subversion of the gag, again, of your yeah. expectation. 
Yeah. And that's, that's why, like we said before, The Simpsons is, is at its peak now because they do a lot of this meta stuff where they know the audience is going to be a couple of steps ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, even this bit is, done, is handled brilliantly because then Homer hears them explain to Barney that you'll get the respect of all your family and friends, which, has, as you've said, has been set up as Homer's goal in this episode, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. So he, yeah. he charges in saying, it was me, it was me. Check, I've got a file. Check, mm. check with the FBI. Yeah, yeah. And I love the way they knock them both out, which is totally unnecessary. That's a great running gag. That's a really good running gag. Yeah, you just bloke just coshes him, and um, they coshes them. Yeah, and says, "Why does no need to do that?" What's that? <laughs> they both want to be astronauts. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know, they were on board. But he just wants to cosh people. <laughs> he goes, I know. Uh, and then yeah. we get the fantastic press conference where they've got oh my god, yeah. they've got Homer dressed in a in an apron with uh, uh, I'm was it I'm the chef or something. Hail to the chef. Hail to the chef. Uh, and Barney, <laughs> which is quite a good slogan. I think. <laughs> they must exist. Yeah. Oh, you've got to get one of those. And and Barney is a, dressed as a golfer, <laughs> a kind of blue collar golfer. Yeah. 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 Um, and all the, and both questions from the press are: Is this a joke? Basically, aren't they? I mean, that's that's all anyone can think is. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the question that cues Homer coming up to the mic? Don't you think there's an inherent danger in sending underqualified civilians into space? Which is a great question. Which Homer fields? Yeah. Homer fields, and he says, "If they send us to that terrible planet of the apes, that'll be a problem." So again, you're back in Homer's world where the films and stuff you've seen on telly is real. Um, but then, in, at this crucial moment, he realizes. As Charlton Heston does in the film, that the planet of the apes is just Earth. They haven't gone anywhere because yeah. he sees the ruined Statue yeah. of Liberty. And it's taken this long to realise that. Yeah, and he's finally the penny's dropped. <laughs> and he kind of recreates the final scene. Yeah, shouting, uh, you, you blew it all to bits or whatever. And uh, he's on his knees yeah. pounding, the, pounding the stage. At the meantime, we hear a bird <laughs> and Barney... Collapses. That's Barney, yeah. yeah, he's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love the way they they sort of right they they swiftly end the press conference. With, That's all we got time for. I love the way they pull <laughs> they pull the curtains and you just see Barney's hand and a, a couple of duff cans and they drag him out. Yeah, it's just Again, it's so beautifully animated, isn't it? I, yeah. I often wonder when I watch them like, how much direction the animators get. Um, yeah. <laughs> because the animation, the, what's actually depicted visually, is almost part a huge part of it, isn't it? That you. Yeah. You know the script and the, the way the character rendering is great, but there's also there's so much, um, <laughs> so many jokes in the actual, yeah. the animations and the choices they make with that. It really is. Yeah, you can watch it without sound, and it and it still makes you chuckle for sure. So, at the plant, we got we've got them walking in. Barney's still clutching a duff. Uh, they yeah. say, "Mr. Gumble, there'll be no beer." <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I love that. And uh, he says, "What? Well, only wine." But it's like no yeah. alcohol. So Homer's quite confident, isn't he, at this point, that uh, he's going to... Because, they're, oh, sorry, I should have mentioned that there can only be one. So they're, they're kind of in competition for this place on the... Yeah, uh, and Homer tries to um, sort of leverage that, doesn't he, by saying to the one of the scientists, he's got a drinking problem, you know, yeah. in, the, in that tree later. <laughs> I'll tell you more. <laughs> There's no more to tell, really, is there? He's got a drinking yeah, problem. That's like he's the, nine. So Homer's back, back at home, obviously explaining to the family. Yeah. Uh, Bart feels less shame. He's not. He's not sure how to say the opposite of shame, is he? Yeah. It's not pride. It's no. not quite that much, but just less shame. Yeah. And Marge lists all the ways that she feels anxious. Basically, doesn't she? This is great, isn't it? This is a really good little speech from yeah. Marge. She's nervous, anxious, wary, then worried, sleepy, yeah. worried. <laughs> They're all the same emotion. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I love. It's a great payoff because she sort of delivers the the main bit of the gag: sleepy, worried, mm. and then concerned. 
And then, then I realised that being a spaceman is something you have to do. And Homer just brilliantly goes, who's doing what now? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's like, right in the time it's taken to say that sentence, yeah, he's lost his it. brain is reset. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Homer arrives back at the um, NASA plant with yeah. full of confidence because he's like, yeah. I guess Barney's not here, I'm right on time. But Barney's turned up early and we get a real glimpse again, don't we, into what Barney could have been if he hadn't oh, been turned yeah. to drink. As, as we all know by Homer, uh, Homer turned him on to drink, didn't he, at college? Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's kind of a super superhero, isn't he, when he's not drinking, Barney? Yeah, he's really erudite and, and um, yeah. <laughs> nimble. Yeah, and he does a little line from, is it the Pirates of Penzance, where he does a yes. sort of loads of um, backflips. And... What is it with Gilbert and Sullivan that, you know, on The Simpsons? I know, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, well, what does Homer call him? Before he appears, he says, Barney, let's crash the rocket into the White House and kill the President Gumball, which is a bit <laughs> a bit below the belt, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bit biased. I don't think he ever said that. But no. yeah, uh, Homer tries uh, the Nantucket uh, limerick. <laughs> uh, that's his form of uh, erudite, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but he actually crashes into the wall doesn't he yeah. manage to do any of the flips so. we get a lovely mon- montage then don't we of them going through the paces in the <laughs> anti-gravity machine there's a gag here that yeah there's a gag here where in this sort of centrifuge thing where mm. um, Homer's face becomes so uh, the g-force acting on his face yeah. turns him into Popeye yeah. and he says I can't stand no more yeah. and um, Matt Groening I was reading he hated that gag he didn't want it in and yeah, eventually they, yeah. they left it in yeah, and he was, um, again, saying, it's just, I don't get it. It's not in context. But that's what makes it funny for me, that it's yeah, just yeah. from nowhere, you know, the idea that... Because we get a version of it later where he turns into uh, Nixon. Yes, that's right, yeah. President Nixon when he's yeah. coming back into <laughs> the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a good little running game of him. The G-Force is uh, just sort of transforming his character in some way. Then Homer Drink. <laughs> into a fl- floppy-cheeked yeah. person. Yeah, and then uh, they, they're doing the breath yeah. test and Homer drinks it instead of blowing in it, which is, is good fun. Yeah. And then... They turn them into gladiators and make them fight each other, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I love the, the NASA scientists are all watching with glee and betting on it, aren't they? Yeah. And then we get introduced to the two astronauts again with them, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Race Banyan and Buzz Aldrin, the second man on the moon. And then Buzz Aldrin says, second comes right after first. <laughs> yeah. And gets a, you know, <laughs> sort of moment. Which is very sporting of him because it is, it is him uh, voicing this, isn't it? Yeah, because he didn't, they yeah. thought he wouldn't like it, didn't they? They wrote an alternative line for him first one to take a soil sample yeah which isn't bad but he but to his credit he um he said no 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 i'll do that that's funny that's great yeah so he's a he was good sport yeah fantastic i often wonder on the on the ship where they were going right we're here yeah uh neil armstrong and the other fellow was it michael collins and they they came right he's going out first then (laughs) (laughs) right okay i'll just pop out first no no no, we'll we'll wait here we haven't decided yet (laughs) let's not I just wonder how they, how on earth they decided that. Yeah, that's anyway, a good point a... actually, because it wasn't alphabetical, was it? Because because yeah. Aldrin no. comes before Armstrong. Just not the idea to go right. We've, right, we've landed then. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. Just get up, open the door, pop outside. Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. Yeah, because you know that's forever going to be remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, oh. and then he went outside, didn't he? Um, Neil Armstrong won that battle. Mm. And then fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Just when it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. A man, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he got it wrong. 
But I, I read somewhere <laughs> that Buzz Aldrin was the first man to piss on the moon, apparently. Um, oh, that's quite good. So he marked his territory. They should have given him that. Yeah, well, he, he didn't get it out. I think he pissed in his suit, but uh, he was on the moon while he right. was doing it. Yeah, He didn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that counts, though. He just basically pissed himself. Yeah, I think it would have been too dangerous to unzip the suit, but uh, yeah. If he had sort of splashed his urine on the on the moon rock, then that would be definitive. Like, you know, America owns the moon, yeah, obviously. like a dog marking That's, its territory. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no question about it. Right, Do you think we should not get bogged down in that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, let's move on. But anyway, Buzz, Buzz says, I hear you've been smashing it, uh, Barney. And, and Homer's like, whoa, 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 Buzz, if that is your real name, which is... A, which that is, is your real name, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously not heard of him actually ironically yeah. I looked this up it's not his real name is it Buzz Aldrin is it? His, his real name's Edmund no apparently so uh, Edmund I think it's Edmund yeah oh wow yeah Buzz is better isn't it though oh yeah anyway uh, Homer thinks there's going to be a swimsuit competition it's a bit weird <laughs> he's, he's actually shaved himself for it uh, he wouldn't have won that either I'm sure but uh, he's just been watching too many beauty contests hasn't he on telly obviously <laughs> yeah well, again, it's back to that popularity contest thing, isn't yeah, it? Which is yeah, really yeah, not yeah. a good criteria for going into space. No, but no. Um, but it does hark back to his employee of the month thing brilliantly, isn't it? This mm. is very tight kind of plot-wise, this episode. Yeah. When they break the news, Homer's standing still, still inanimate. Barney's doing flips on the, on the, the bar. Yeah. And the news is, in a way, you're both winners. <laughs> but in another, more accurate way, Barney is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line, yeah. That's beautifully Fantastic. written. <laughs> <laughs> I've often wanted to do that when I've been involved in any yeah. sort of children's kind of composition or yeah. like everyone's getting a prize sort of thing. There you go. Everyone's a winner here. But the actual winner <laughs> is... <laughs> That's yeah. right. Because it's just, yeah, it's just a platitude. Yeah. Anyway, they give they, they sort of toast it. And the minute the liquid touches Barney's lips, he's, he's completely yeah. back to his alcoholic self. Yeah, he says, it begins... <laughs> I love his response. It's so dramatic. He, he he gets drunk immediately, and then he grabs um, a jetpack. Oh, <laughs> I love this. Yeah, flies off like just a yeah. random jetpack, and, and lands on the roof of a pillow factory. Yeah, um, bounces off that, and then into the path of a marshmallow truck. He gets run over by some marshmallows. Yeah, and yeah. The, so really unlucky because he could have landed on the pillows or the marshmallows. Yeah, but instead he gets yeah, and then. <laughs> great payoff because one of the scientists goes, "Well, there's no alcohol in that beer. I don't understand it." It's just a great payoff. It's it's so like the line in the um, where Homer melts down the the nuclear power plant. Oh yeah, there wasn't even yeah. any nuclear material it's in that truck. Same yeah, gag, like, yeah. yeah. Delivered in a similar way, actually. But um, yeah, again, it's uh, it's Homer. Well, this time he does get it by default. Yeah, <laughs> um, as he says, the two greatest words in the English language. Yeah, he thinks it's some sort of victory, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Default, yeah. <laughs> But um, and then we get I, I hand over to you because we get itchy and scratchy. Yeah, Star Trek: The Next Laceration. Uh, Scratchy's on board a spaceship. He's steering. He's captaining a spaceship. He eats a sandwich. Itchy bursts out of his chest, <laughs> alien style, and sort of eats the sandwich. So Scratchy doesn't even get that. And then he throws Scratchy in the airlock. <laughs> Scratchy puts a helmet on, uh, and but Itchy blows him out into space anyway. <laughs> Then he sort of follows him out in a little maintenance ship thing, um, yeah. and slices Scratchy in two on the ring of Saturn. Oh. <laughs> um, and then the bottom half of Scratchy's body is sort of burned up in Saturn's atmosphere, while Itchy pulls off the helmet. Scratchy's head expands like a balloon, and Itchy pops it with a pin. Yeah, and the 
the blood forms the end on the screen. <laughs> a, a, a genuinely great episode, I think. Oh, beautiful. And perfectly in time with, in tune with the, the theme. Yeah. Yes, which we always like. I yeah. like that the, the card at the end says uh, it's too violent. Children should not have watched that. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see trigger warnings today. Just going, yeah. the previous episode contained scenes of, <laughs> it's not advisable. Yeah. Really, <laughs> just really totally fun. undermining the whole point of a trigger warning. Exactly, but was, yeah, it's also the commercial thing, isn't it? Let's get the viewings, but yeah, uh, well, well, at least we warn them yeah. afterwards. That can't be far off, surely. No, that can't be far off. People just going right. Let's get the lurid social media shares and, and yeah. traffic, and um, we'll put the we'll put the trigger warnings at the end. So at least we've covered ourselves, even though yeah. functionally it doesn't work. That's right. I love Homer though. We cut to Homer. The kids are laughing as always. Homer's sweating with fear, yeah, isn't he? He's disturbed by it, isn't he? Yeah. I think he thinks all that's going to happen to him in space or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It does sort of highlight the dangers of space a bit, doesn't it? With mm. space helmets coming off and stuff. Uh, and they they walk out with a sort of a bit of a reference to the right stuff. Yeah. Slow motion walk, always good. Slow motion, yeah. Yeah. But then he sees the ship, he bottles it, and he calls Marge. <laughs> in the wake of the Itchy and Scratchy episode, he's obviously thinking that's what might happen to him. Yeah. Um, and then he calls her saying, oh, I don't want to go through it, but she talks him down. She says, um, he says, being an astronaut is how I got you to respect me. And then she says, but when I met you, you weren't an astronaut. You didn't even know how to use a touch-tone phone. Um, You hear him pressing the buttons, and she goes, you've already dialed me. Um, But basically, the the whole message of this is, again, it's classic Simpsons. It's really warm. You get the laughs from Homer, but Mm. shows Marge's emotional intelligence, and it's really warm, and she's saying, I respect you, no no matter what. Yeah, it's a nice exchange. um, yeah. That's the key thing, yeah. It's basically her saying, yeah. you know, whatever happens, I love you, it's fine. Um, and it's yeah. what he needs at that moment. Yeah. Again, a great way of, you think they've got all the juice out of this, but then they had this amazing ending bit where she says, um, mm. just because you don't, when you don't take advantage of an opportunity, you can end up regretting it for the rest of your life. And you think that would be a point where he'd go, yeah, you're right, I'm doing it. And then that's the end of the scene. But he says, yeah. It's just like the time I could have met Mr. T at yeah. the shopping mall. And he says, like, yeah. <laughs> he says, and the thing is, he, he sort of presents it brilliantly like a really portentous anecdote yeah. um, that it's, it's a huge, you know, existential lesson. He's saying the entire day I kept saying I'll go later. And then when I got there, they told me he just left. And when I asked the guy if he'd come back again, he said, he didn't know. <laughs> it's just sort of really. There's no. There's no portent to that. There's no anecdote, story at all. No. Exactly. There's no story. No. He just. He just was late, and he missed Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of it. <laughs> there's no amazing thing you missed out on, and there's no lesson he learned. He was just late for something. We get some more clumsy touch tone pushing before that she yeah, hangs up. <laughs> That's a great scene. That's a really good scene. It's really crucial to the episode. They really know when to put those scenes in. Don't they? Yeah, and it's it's lovely the. The relationship between Homer and Marge exactly, is so yeah, crucial yeah. to the, to the the Simpsons. But we yeah. get him on the ship. He get he does a classic. Are we there yet? Um, question. I'm thirsty. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, what's his name? Racy. Race. If that is his real name, yeah, um, yeah, says, yeah. "Can we uh, permission to sedate Cargo?" <laughs> they, they call him the Cargo. Don't they? Yeah. So yeah. they think of him as Cargo. Yeah. He's no. He doesn't have any functional. <laughs> he doesn't have any function on the ship. Uh, unfortunately, they say permission denied. So. Um, yeah, and then they yeah. run through all the stuff. They've got the experimental ant colony, the children's letters to God, ready to go. Why would they take them up there, though? 
Well, it, apparently it's about the, the tiny screws, which we did see in the episode on NASA, isn't it? That, oh, of yeah. course. So yeah, there is, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. tightly scripted, this, isn't it? Um, what I really like is there's two parts in this episode. Very, you can miss it if you didn't. There's um, When the rocket goes, they go, three, two, one, make rocket go now. Yeah. <laughs> um, instead of uh, ignition yeah. or launch, they <laughs> so it's good. Make, make rocket yeah. go. <laughs> It's really, again, really um, quite limp. It is, yeah. Um, and Homer turns into Nixon. Um, or his voice, yeah. The family are giving yeah. the go-dad go, yeah. but apart from Lisa, yeah. who who has a little sort of poetic moment about a celestial path in the heavens pave. Yes. Great news at NASA. The TV ratings are the highest in 10 years. Everyone's cheering. But they don't know how the, the ship's going because all this equipment is used just to measure the t- TV ratings. It's a nice joke. And they're looking at the... The, the astronauts are looking back and they're, they're amazed at the majesty of seeing Earth from space. But Homer's more interested in a packet of potato chips <laughs> that um, he smuggled aboard. Again, like yeah. he's at college. Again, like he's... Um, you know. Um, and then he says... And they go, no, don't open them. They're clogged yeah. instruments. That's right. Be careful, they're ruffled. But... Um, he, when he opens them and they all fly yeah. out, fly everywhere, obviously in yeah. zero gravity. And then, yeah, we get this incredible sequence. A great is, sequence, isn't it? It's a classic. Yeah, inspired by 2001. Yeah, to the Blue Danube. Yeah. The what? The Blue Danube. That's the, the name of the... The Blue Danube. Or Danube or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. I think we, I always thought it was the Danube. Oh, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> right. Blue yeah. Danube. But Danube. Danube is much better. Danube. I much prefer Danube. Oh, look at the river Danube. Doesn't it look lovely in the moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's going to be to do from now on. But um, did you know that David Merkin directed this sequence? The the writer. I know. Yeah. So it's, the episode is no. directed by Carlos Beza, but uh, but this specific scene is directed by the writer David Merkin, which it's a beautiful again, scene, isn't it? Because he does the twisty bit to get to. You yeah, know, that's what fascinates me again. It's that thing about what how they get the animation notes, how the how it's done. Yeah. Because it's it's not just Homer floats around eating the, eating the potato chips. It's no. it's so elegantly done uh, and yeah. pleasing and absolutely you know balletic. It's sort of like they they've really worked at that. Yeah, I, and he's so proud of himself because he's solving a problem, a problem which he caused, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, of course, yeah. But then he causes another problem by crashing into the ant colony. <laughs> yeah, um, I love the line then, Hor- "horrible freedom." The ants cry. Horrible freedom. Yeah, <laughs> the ants the ants kind of crash out and they're flying around. So then yeah. they cut to Earth and they have James Taylor at Mission Control doing a little yeah. song to soothe their souls. Yeah. but um, Quite a good guest appearance, I thought. Um, it is, but it's not a good time, is it, Tim? No, <laughs> it's not. And as they say, they're, 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 trying to, they're trying to fight these um, this issue about the potato chips blocking the controls and yeah. the ants being released. <laughs> wow. And he says, it isn't the best time for your unique brand of bittersweet faux grog. Um, I love that line. And, yeah. <laughs> And um, he takes he takes exceptions to that doesn't he? And tries to play against his his uh, his image. Yeah, he gets so a bit bullied back as people think. Yeah, exactly. But it's quite a nice little sort of you know yeah. pound shot Simon and Garfunkel type song, isn't it? Yeah. And then you get Kent Brockman, <laughs> yeah. which is absolutely incredible, legendary, legendary. Yeah, yeah. beautifully yeah. done. Where he immediately extrapolates everything. But that's basically what he's looking for, isn't he? He's looking for the alarmist take on everything. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't care about what the actual reality is because that's boring. He wants. To, he wants to extrapolate it into something, you know, much more <laughs> catastrophic. So he says. Well, because he mistakes it, doesn't he? Because the the ant floats very close to the camera. The ant floats past, yeah. Yeah, and it looks gigantic. Yeah, they they tune into the ship. The ant floats past, 
obviously it's just near the camera, so it looks big. But <laughs> he just goes, ah. So this seems to be taken over, conquered, if you will, by a master race of giant space ants. Yes. <laughs> That's not, that is not evident, is it? No, he's, that's all in his own head, that bit, yeah. That's all in his head, yeah. And then he says it's difficult to tell um, whether they will consume the captive Earthmen or merely enslave them. <laughs> the, two, the two worst possible scenarios sort of uh, play them both off against each other. And then he says, um, yeah. but one thing we can be sure of, there's no stopping them, he says. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be here soon. <laughs> Like he's Fantastic. just got all this from just a brief shot of the yeah. ant colony, which everyone knows is on board the ship anyway. That's um, right. Is <laughs> obviously there's been a, there's been a, an issue with it, and then he says um, the line. I'll let you do it, Tim, if you want. It's no, no, you, you no, you feel up to it brilliantly. You you carry on. It's such a great line, but it's it's entered the yeah. The line of, has become yeah. a meme. It's become a meme yeah. when he says, "I for one welcome our new insect overlords." Yeah. So, which yeah. is a meme now is which is used to sort of signify any kind of yeah. Anyone not standing up to something or being um, submissive in some way is just insert something else for insect. You know? I I welcome our new Russian overlords. Yeah, yeah just exactly. anything, that, anything where anything that might be threatening. Yeah, it's a genius line. It's become, but I love that it reveals his cowardice in the plight. Of Absolutely, the, yeah. He's, he's not going to stand against them. He's going to. He says uh, they will soon be here. I can be helpful as a TV anchor in rounding up others. Yeah, he's he's like, he'd be he'd be in an instant. <laughs> Instant collaborates, wouldn't he, in Nazi Germany? He'd be he'd instantly appease yeah. and just sort of you know turn everybody in. <laughs> he's just saying, you know, a, a trusted TV personality. It's almost like he's conducting like a one-sided interview to be spared, you know, yeah. by the ant overlords. He's forgotten these broadcasting, yeah. But I mean, the extrapolation continues. He says, "I can be helpful in rounding up others to toil in, in the underground sugar caves." <laughs> it's just incredible and there's a great but, um, picture behind him of an ant somehow yeah they've got they've, they've got an artist impression of like um, yeah an ant <laughs> a giant ant enslaving <laughs> humanity and it's in the underground sugar caves incredible beautiful just incredible great like three sequence. or four seconds yeah. of just total genius genius yeah <laughs> it's deservedly become uh, a meme and um, yeah but they do short out the navigation system the ants um, that's right yeah, yeah. Uh, James Taylor helps solve that um, as one of well, the yeah. one of the scientists says, this unkempt youngster might be on something. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really that. He looks unkempt. about like forty odd or something. <laughs> he's quite he's quite neat for a rock star, really. He yeah. has a um, yeah, he has a solution based on uh, a visit from Art Garfunkel, which is quite funny. He says Art Garfunkel's got this idea. He came over when they had an ant problem at, at the vineyard this year. Um, very middle class, and he says that yeah, we created a vacuum outside the house with it with his with a compressor, yeah, and blew the That's ants it. out yeah. the front door. I've no idea how he did that, but yeah, and then they they sort of blow the hatch, the the hatch open, yeah, and and it works. The ants mm. go out, but the problem is um, the door handle gets yeah yeah the door handle gets broken, so they're going to burn up on re-entry because they can't shut the door, they can't lock the door properly, seal it. So Homer goes out. And here we go. We get the kind of um, structurally yeah. great moment, the callback, where a good Homer gag first, where he grabs mm. an inanimate carbon rod, um, which <laughs> like yeah. just happens to be there, but we'll, we'll, we'll pass over that. Um, and he says, now I'll bust that pretty face of yours. 
Yeah. Um, no, the only the only reason he wants to attack the guy is he says, "If I if I go, I'm taking you to hell with me." <laughs> he's not trying to help at all, is he? It's just like a bad film. His whole <laughs> his whole sort of solution to everything is, you know, he reaches into his memory and for sort of what he's seen <laughs> on bad films, and um, then they notice the rod. He he, yeah. he draws back his hand with the rod in it, and it gets stuck in the bolt with the door, and acts as a kind of makeshift bolt. And they suddenly go, wait, if the bar holds, it might we might make it back. And yeah. by home, obviously he doesn't care about that. He tries to pull it out anyway, saying, I'll bash you good. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't see that that's actually the solution which will save their lives. Yeah. But um, it's, it's brilliant, but yeah. isn't it? It is a brilliant callback because at the beginning, the carbon rod gets the award. And in, in this instance, it's despite him, not because of him, that the carbon rod saves them. So yeah, it literally saves you know, their life, yeah. <laughs> Not him. Yeah, but, and it's also uh, an accident that he. It's a complete accident that it gets stuck in the door. He's about to hit yeah. somebody with it, so he's not. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. Intentional. No, it's despite <laughs> it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it is genuinely the carbon rod that saved them. But yeah. um, we cut back to Kent Brockman, and we get another insight, don't we? Yeah, this is amazing. Where he says, um, "Right, I was a little hasty before, so now it's realised that the ants isn't a giant colony of ants." And he says, "I'd like to reaffirm my allegiance to this country and its human president." Um, just a total quizzling, just like turning yourself, <laughs> turning back to whoever's in charge. Um, then he says, yeah. it's not perfect, but it's the best government we have. But then he says, for now. So he's kind of keeping a little qualification there in case he hasn't got all the information yet. Yeah, in and case, the answers yeah. are actually going to take over. Just just keeping his hand in. Then um, <laughs> it's just yeah. incredible. He takes the welcome ants sign down or something. Hail ants, it says. He's a ha- ants, hastily yeah. scrawled hail ants sign behind him. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. We cut back to the rocket crashing and uh, yes. it's, it's plummeting towards the Earth. The two astronauts are singing yeah. the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Homer is singing the Golden Graham's theme tune. <laughs> he seems... That's, that's <laughs> his self-soothing go-to song. <laughs> Crispy, crunchy Graham cereal. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I don't know what's going through his mind. Whatever works, you know, whatever works for him. But yeah, they're all watching and it crashes into the news conference, which is quite handy. Yeah. And of course, the inanimate rod gets the cover of Time magazine for its... <laughs> it gets a ride in the parade on a little seat, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, for its work. <laughs> St- stupid common rod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love the way they do it because the, the press say, what happened? And they, and they say, well, Homer here was was responsible uh, using this... The real hero, yeah. Yeah, using this inanimate carbon rod. And then, and then they go, hail the rod or whatever. So Hail the rod, yeah. yeah. Well done to the rod. So, uh, just some, And then people go, I just want to get some close-ups of the rod. <laughs> um, yeah, so back with the family, so only a handful of people have done what you've done. Yeah. They're saying, you know, people seeing the ice caps and the deserts, yeah. the majesty of the northern lights. And, mm. and then he's like, maybe I do have the right... What is that stuff called? Uh, stuff. And... <laughs> Beautifully, though, we wind it up with a, a lovely moment of warmth. Yeah, where they manage to get the get everything in one in one place. Where Bart writes "hero" on the back of his homer's yeah. head with a marker pen, which yeah. is terrific because you don't you don't get that schmaltzy version no. of Bart going, "Hey, Dad, yeah, you are a real hero to me." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, you just get him writing on the back of his head, so he doesn't like, actually know he's written it. But we do, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Then Bart throws the mark pen in the air, and it's there's a match cut. There's a match yeah. cut to um, this Fox satellite, which is a reference to 2001, isn't it? Yeah, and Homer is a, as the baby in 2001, which is quite nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, reference in the outro. Yeah. Wow, what an episode! Yeah, great episode. 
Definitely a 10 for me, because I just kind of think it's one of those I would put in. Mm. You know, I think of it as the desert island yeah. thing, yeah. where, yeah. you know, you can take all episodes that you give 10 out of 10, <laughs> then I'll, I'll take yeah, this one. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree, and uh, it's got so many, you know, not just classic, but legendary moments that have, have come, you know, have transcended the Simpsons and gone gone out onto the world, like the... Uh, you know, I for one, yeah, uh, meme, and uh, and that great sequence of him eating the crisps in the in the, uh, you know, just those scenes. Uh, but yeah, wonderful episode, beautifully scripted. It just has everything that I again, it's everything that I love about The Simpsons condensed into one episode. Yeah, it's got the warmth of the family, the relationships. Um, you get a bit of Burns. Yeah, you get just enough of Burns to to make it good. You get you get Homer's stupidity, but also his. You know his warmth. Yeah, you get some of the slapstick stuff with Barney. You get almost quite poignant as well with Barney, mm. and just incredible visual gags and also beautifully written. Yeah, it's just one of the one of the perfect episodes. I yeah, think. definitely ten out of ten. That's two two ten out of tens for that episode. Um, yeah, fantastic! Mm. What a great way to go into episode two <laughs> of our yeah. season. Um, Let's not mention the thing about. <laughs> To cages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, sadly, Tim, yeah. it's time to to take the episode from here to a place of execution, oh. where it will be hanged by the neck <laughs> until it's dead, and may God have mercy on its soul. Yeah. Um, and next time we'll be rewatching mm. a splendid episode, yeah. Homer Loves Flanders, which is a joy it is it? an absolute yeah. joy yeah I remember it well for just so, so many reasons again another meme with the hedge Homer emerging oh, from the of course. hedge yeah yeah absolutely yeah so we'll do our best to get it out this time next week yes um, <laughs> and there's only seven episodes left in season five now of The Simpsons oh really um, oh okay yeah, yeah so we're, we're approaching if we can stay on track for just another few weeks Tim yes <laughs> we might be able to get to the end of season five yeah <laughs> I'm sure we can. So, welcome back. Stick with us. Mm. Uh, email us at stayathomeapod at gmail.com. Tweet us at stayathomeapod. Share the episode, like it, rate it, review it. Tell somebody how brilliant it is, how your life is once again bearable now that we're back. Yeah. <laughs> um, please. And for now, whoever you are, we hope you're well. And wherever you are, we hope you're safe. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>